Hello, this is Mary Lindo. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast today, and my prayer is that you will be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Sit back now with a cup of tea or your favorite coffee and listen to what the Lord has to say to us today. Hello, brothers and sisters. Today's podcast is really aimed at blessing you during this Christmas season and giving you maybe a few minutes to have some perspective and insight into where our hearts need to lie during this time and the challenges that may need to come during the next year. I'm sure all of you will remember the story on Christmas Eve about Ebenezer Scrooge. He's locked up in the darkness of his dim house, and Dickens tells us darkness is cheap, and Scrooge liked it. Today, we still know that darkness is cheap and easy to find, and its raw materials of despair and denial are in abundant supply. Scrooge liked darkness, as we often do, because it hides what we fear, and it keeps us from facing what is true, and allows us to be blind to truth. But like so many things that come cheaply, our overindulgence in them comes at a great cost. Out of Scrooge's darkness appears the ghost of Jacob Marley, Scrooge's former business partner. Marley comes not to haunt Scrooge, but to free him. Scrooge sees that Marley is bound in chains. Why are you fettered, Scrooge asks. I wear the chain I forged in life, Marley says. I made it link by link and yard by yard. And he tells Scrooge that the chain that will fetter him in the darkness is even longer, heavier, and harder still if he does not leave the darkness. Wow, there is a lot of wisdom here. Though chains placed by others might fetter us, most of our chains are forged by the part of our spiritual self that likes the darkness and shuns the light. Marley was fettered to cash boxes, deeds, and ledgers, as was Scrooge. What would fetter or chain you? Brothers and sisters, the life of any leader or person in some form of care, supervision, or one with employees, or volunteer workers, a person with maybe a bit of oversight over others, needs to be bravely examined, fully exposed to the pure and strong light of God's eyes, and checked often for the hardness of heart, the love of acumen, pride in achievements, and the overlording of others. Jesus, coming into the world, God in human skin announced what had been hoped forever, that the captive person would be released from the darkest prisons, physical and spiritual. To our inner spiritual soul, our chains and fetters will be crushed if we are willing to leave the darkness. Like Scrooge, do we need to be scared out, shaken from slumber? Scrooge could not receive the simple gift of Christmas. So ghosts rather than grace were sent, but the result is love. We need the light of God's love that by its very nature is a love that comes to give us and those we serve value and worth, not a love that comes because we are already valuable and worthy. The entire point of A Christmas Carol is that Scrooge is entirely unworthy of God's mercy because Scrooge has no mercy. But 
mercy, and love come to Scrooge through the judgment of the ghosts, and this transformation makes the unworthy Scrooge worthy again. The light of God that comes as love, forgiveness, and hope is a light that brings judgment. I know that most of us get uncomfortable when talking about God's judgment because we are so afraid that we are unworthy of God's love. But look at Scrooge. Without God's light, without the promise of God's love, Scrooge is doomed. It is love and judgment bringing him into the light. Can we now see the judgment by God as a form of God's love? His way of exposing the darkness of our own souls? Well, Romans 2.16 has proof of this probing of our secret lives. And this is the message I proclaim, it says, that the day is coming when God, through Jesus Christ, will judge everyone's secret life. Oh, friends, will we ever fully learn that God does not love us because we have value, but instead He loves us to give us worth. Life without the pure love of God coursing through our being is a vapor and miserable. Let's say to the Spirit of God with all of our hearts the words that Scrooge humbly uttered after he was confronted and faced his darkened heart. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. So what is Christmas? When heaven kissed earth with the greatest act of sacrifice, sending us a Redeemer. And who is Christ the Lord? He is the Spirit. He is the Spirit of Christmas. Let's pray together as we approach these next few days, for the holiday season is upon us, the holy days, the Christmas days, and let us approach it with a good heart. Would you pray this prayer with me? I encourage you to get your heart prepared the right way before the Christmas season and the coming of this next new year. Father God, be gracious to me. I pray according to your loving kindness. Father, my sins are heavy against me and my soul is troubled for the many wrongs I have done against you and for the many evil thoughts and unholy attitudes that I have allowed to influence my heart and rule my life for far too long. I have sought to condone my wrongdoings and ignore the voice of my conscience within. And I ask your forgiveness for my foolish pride in ignoring the gentle promptings of your Holy Spirit. Forgive me, I pray, and restore to me the joy of your salvation. For you have promised that all who truly confess and repent of their sins will be forgiven and returned back into a right relationship with you and cleansed from all unrighteousness. Lord, the sacrifice of my heart, I want it to be brokenness before you. My soul is truly contrite, and my desire is to return to a right relationship with you, and I know that the consequences of my wrong choices may remain with me for a long time, but I ask that in your grace and mercy you would forgive my sins and cleanse my soul and restore me into a right place with you. My heart will rejoice in God my Savior, in whose name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for listening today, and I want to thank those of you who were so kind to send your support offerings so that I can do these podcasts and 
teach and share in places that not necessarily always have the ability to bless abundantly. And uh, I thank you for those that are faithful to send that $20 bill or the, the check for $15. They are, they are glorious gifts to me. They are not ever too small. And as our year closes out, I want to bless you and thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to ministering life to you in 2019. And if you'd like to go to my website at www.marylindo.com, there are other resources there and other podcast links to take you to to listen to, to help teach you and help you grow in the things of God. I bless you today in the name of Jesus, and I wish you the most blessed and merriest of Christmases. Goodbye for now.